and Enoch also. The seventh from Adam prophesied of these, saying, Behold, the Lord cometh with ten thousands of his saints to execute judgment upon all and to convince all that are ungodly among them of their ungodly deeds which they have ungodly committed, and of all their hard speeches which ungodly sinners have spoken against him. These are murmurers, complainers, walking after their own lusts, and their mouth speaketh great swelling words, having men's persons in admiration because of advantage. But behold, remember ye the words which were spoken before of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ, how that they told you there should be mockers in the last time, who should walk after their own ungodly lust? These be they who separate themselves sensual, having not the Spirit. But ye, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. And some have compassion, making a difference, and others save with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garment spotted by the flesh. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God our Savior be glory and majesty, dominion and power both now and ever. Amen. Jude verses 14 through 25. Greetings, friends. Welcome back to the broadcast and peace be upon you all. Thank you for joining me this morning. This morning I just feel like I want to, or maybe even led to, uh, just revisit some things in the book of Enoch today. Specifically the first five chapters, which speaks to the very last generation. And then we'll move on to uh, some of the end, or, or end chapters, uh, which deal with some of the judgment um, and just a reminder that judgment is coming on the ungodly, that they are not going to get away for get away with all the wickedness that they've done. And that there's great mercy and protection for the remnant of God, the remnant of God. And I pray this morning that you're blessed by it. And I pray that uh, God would give me a great anointing this morning as we look to the scriptures. Just a reminder, the website is www.scriptureandprophecy.com and that is where you go to support this podcast and make it happen. It is 100% listener supported, uh, so please consider taking a look uh, at the site there and the options. Alright, let's just start digging right in and uh, it's going to be mostly scripture and hopefully less of me talking. Um, or I should say mostly the scroll of Enoch, and uh, which I happen to believe is inspired, if you will. It's quoted by, the, uh, by Jude, which we just read. Um, it's, in, it's been in some Bibles for a very, very long time in different places of the world. And of course, we found copies in, with the Dead Sea Scrolls uh, that matched perfectly with what we had. Um, 
That doesn't necessarily mean it belongs in the Bible, it just means that it's inspired and worth studying. And so, rather than have that debate, um, let's just see what it has to say. Also, if you're new to the Book of Enoch, we did a complete study last year. So all of the content is covered in that study, and you can find it. All right, let's take a look. Let's start with the first five chapters. Um, By the way, these chapters are very short. Where Enoch is describing the last generation and how these words of his were, were for that generation. Let's have a look. The words of the blessing of Enoch, wherewith he blessed the elect and righteous who will be living in the day of tribulation, when all the wicked and godless are to be removed. And he took up this his parable and said, Enoch, a righteous man, whose eyes were opened by God, saw the vision of the Holy One in the heavens, which the angel showed me. And from then I from them I have heard everything, and from them I understood as I saw. But not for this generation, but for a remote one which is for to come. First thing I wanted to say is he says this is for that generation who will be living during the time of tribulation. And then it says what the purpose is when all the wicked and godless are to be removed. You know, the time of final judgment is not for God's people. That's why we see so many verses about protection. Now, I'm not arguing for a pre-tribulation rapture. I'm arguing for God's hand of protection on his people. And uh, we see it all throughout the Bible. We see where, you know, we talk about how in Isaiah, God says, go into your chambers and hide yourself for a little while until the indignation be overpassed. For God has come out of his place to punish the inhabitants of the world, right? So we see that, we see that like hidden uh, verbiage there, that protection verbiage. Um, we see the prophet who says, Woe to those who, do, who long for the day of the Lord. What is it to you? Right? Like, why would you long for that? It, it has nothing to do with you. Why are you, you know, um, we, I talk about that in my book. Um, the end of days, a 30 day devotional. We've talked about it several times on this show as well. From what I gather, when I really dig in the, when we, when we're specifically talking about the very end judgment, tribulation, all of that, it is not meant for God's people one way or another. And we don't need to argue over what that protection looks like. We just need to trust in Messiah and trust in the Lord that uh, he he has our best interest in mind and at heart, and that he will be with us, um, whatever that looks like. And, um, you know, Jude even says, Keep yourself in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. All right, let's continue on. wasn't my intention to stop there, but let's continue on. Verse 3, concerning the elect I said and took up my parable concerning them. The Holy Great One will come forth from his dwelling, and the eternal God will tread upon the earth, even on Mount Sinai, and appear from his camp, and appear in the strength of his might from heaven of heavens. 
and shall be smitten, and all shall be smitten with fear, and the watchers shall quake, and great fear and trembling shall seize them unto the ends of the earth. And the watchers he's talking about are the fallen angels who were appointed to watch over mankind, but instead they, many of them fell. And that's the whole story in Genesis chapter 6. That's the whole story in Enoch chapter 6. Watcher is not a new word. You can find it in the book of Daniel. If you go to uh, prophet Daniel and you go to chapter 4, verses 13, he says, I saw in the vision of my head upon my bed, and behold, a watcher and a holy one come down from heaven. So, it's not a new terminology. And a great fear and trembling shall seize them unto the ends of the earth. And the high mountains shall be shaken, and the high hills shall be made low, and shall melt like wax before the flame. And the earth shall be wholly rent and sunder, and all that is upon the earth shall perish. And there shall be a judgment upon all men. But with the righteous he will make peace, and will protect the elect. And mercy shall be upon them, and they shall all belong to God, and they shall be prospered, and they shall all be blessed, and he will help them all. And light shall appear unto them, and he will make peace with them. And behold, he cometh with ten thousands of his holy ones. This is verse 9, which is the verse that Jude quotes directly out of the book of Enoch. And behold, he cometh with ten thousand of his holy ones to execute judgment upon all and to destroy all the ungodly, and to convict all flesh of all the works of their ungodliness which they have ungodly committed, and of all the hard things which ungodly sinners have spoken against him. Observe ye everything that takes place in the heaven, how they do not change their orbits and the luminaries which are in the heaven, how they all rise and set in order each in its season, and transgress, and transgress not their appointed order. Behold ye the earth, and give heed to the things which take place upon it from the first to the last, how steadfast they are, how none of the things upon the earth change, but all the works of God appear to you. Behold the summer and the winter, how the whole earth is filled with water, and clouds and dew and rain lie upon it. Observe and see how in the winter the trees seem as though they had withered and shed all their leaves except fourteen trees which do not lose their foliage, but retain the foliage from the two to three years till the new one comes. And again, observe you the days of summer, how the sun is above the earth over against it. And you seek shade and shelter by reason of the heat of the sun, and the earth also burns with growing heat. And so you cannot tread on the earth or on rock by season of its heat. Observe ye how the trees cover themselves with great, with green leaves and bear fruit. Wherefore, give ye heed and know with regard to all his works, and recognize how he that liveth forever hath made them so. And all his works go on thus from year to year forever. And all the tasks which they have accomplished for him, and their tasks change not, but according as God ordained it, so it is done. And behold how the sea and the rivers like in like manner accomplish and change not their tasks from his commandments. But ye, ye have not been steadfast, nor done the commandments of the Lord. But ye have turned away and spoken proud and hard words, with your impure mouths against his greatness. O ye hard-hearted! Ye shall find no peace. Therefore shall ye extract, excrate your days, and the years of your life shall perish, and the years of your destruction shall be multiplied in eternal execration. 
and you shall find no mercy. In those days you shall make your names an eternal execration unto all righteous. And by you shall all who curse curse, and all the sinners and godless shall imprecate by you. And you and the godless there shall be a curse, and all the shall rejoice. And there shall be forgiveness of sins, and every mercy and peace and forbearance there shall be salvation unto them a goodly light. And all of you sinners there shall be no salvation, but on you shall abide a curse. But for the elect there shall be light and joy and peace, and they shall inherit the earth. That's another theme that's throughout all the Bibles, that the, the righteous will inherit the earth. You see, the picture that the Bible actually paints and the Dead Scrolls actually paint is that the godless are removed and thrown and bound and thrown in the fire and the righteous inherit the earth. And there's a new earth and a new heaven and a new Jerusalem. And they shall inherit the earth and then shall be bestowed upon elect wisdom and they shall all live and never sin again, either through ungodliness or through pride. But they who are wise shall be humble, and they shall not again transgress, nor shall they sin all the days of their life, nor shall they die of the divine anger or wrath. But they shall complete the number of their days of their life, and their lives shall be increased in peace, and the years of their joy shall be multiplied in external gladness, in eternal gladness, and peace all the days of their life. So that's like the opening message to the righteous and the elect who will be living in the days of tribulation, of the tribulation. I want to skip forward now to chapter 50, which is only five verses. And it says this, in those days a change shall take place for the holy and the elect, and the light of day shall abide upon them, and glory and honor shall return to the holy. On the day of their affliction, on which evil shall have been treasured up against the sinners, and righteous shall be victorious in the name of the Lord of spirits, and he will cause others to witness this, that they may repent and forego the works of their hands. So there's some event that's going to take place where and the righteous will be victorious and he's going to cause the whole world to see this victory. Why? That there may be some repentance that takes place. It says, On the day of affliction on which evil shall have been treasured up against sinners and the righteous shall be victorious in the name of the Lord of spirits and he will cause others to witness this that they may repent and forego the works of their hands. They shall have no honor through the name of the Lord of Spirits, yet through his name shall they be saved. And the Lord of Spirits will have compassion on them, for his compassion is great. And he is righteous also in his judgment, and in the presence of his glory, unrighteousness also shall not maintain itself. At his judgment the unrepentant shall perish before him, and from henceforth I will have no mercy on them, say the Lord spirits and now I want to move on to 95 I'm, I'm not sure where we'll stop we'll just kind of see where 
Uh, this leads us here, or I'm sorry, starting with chapter 94 in the Book of Enoch. And uh, we'll just go and, and uh, see where it leads us here. Let's begin. And now I say unto you, my sons, love righteousness, and walk therein, for the path of righteousness are worthy of acceptation. But the path of unrighteousness shall suddenly be destroyed and banish. And to certain men of a generation shall rule the path of violence and death shall be revealed, and they shall hold themselves afar from them, and shall not follow them. And now I say unto you, the righteous, walk not in the paths of wickedness, nor in the paths of death, and draw not nigh to them, lest you be destroyed. But seek and choose for yourself righteousness and an eternal life, an elect life. And walk in the path of peace, and you shall live and prosper. And hold fast my words and the thoughts of your hearts, and suffer them not to be effaced from your hearts. For I know that sinners will tempt men to evil and treat wisdom, so that no place may be found for her, and no manner of temptation may minish. Woe to those who build unrighteousness and oppression, and lay deceit as a foundation, for they shall be suddenly overthrown, and they shall have no peace. Woe to those who build their houses with sin, for from all the foundations shall they be overthrown, and by the sword shall they fall. And those who acquire gold and silver and judgment suddenly shall perish. Woe to you, ye rich, for ye have trusted in your riches. And from your riches shall ye depart, because ye have not remembered the Most High in the days of your riches. You have committed blasphemy and unrighteousness and have become ready for the day of slaughter and the day of darkness and the day of great judgment. Thus I speak and declare unto you, He who hath created you will overthrow you and for your fall there shall be no compassion, and your Creator will rejoice at your destruction, and your righteous ones in those days shall be a reproach to the sinner and the godless. Oh, that my eyes were a cloud of waters that I might weep over you, and pour down my tears as a cloud of waters, that so I might rest from the trouble of the heart. Who has permitted you to practice reproaches and wickedness? And so judgment shall overtake you, sinners. Fear not the sinners, ye righteous. For again will the Lord deliver them into your hands, that you may ex execute judgment upon them according to your desires. Woe to you who fulfillmentate anthemas which cannot be reversed. Healing shall therefore be far from you because of your sins. Woe to you who requite your neighbor with evil, for you shall be requited according to your works. Woe to you, lying witness, and those who weigh out injustice, for suddenly shall ye perish. Woe to you, sinners, for ye persecute the righteous, for ye shall be delivered up and persecuted because of injustice, and heavy is its yoke be upon you. Be hopeful, ye righteous. For suddenly shall the sinners perish before you, and you shall have lordship over them according to your desires. And in the day of the tribulation of the sinners, your children shall mount and rise as eagles, and higher than the vultures will be your nest. And you shall ascend and enter the crevices of the earth, 
and the cliffs of the rock, forever as Kanes of Kones before the unrighteous. And the sirens shall sigh because of you and weep. Wherefore, fear not ye that have suffered, for healing shall be your portion, and a bright light shall enlighten you, and the voice of rest shall hear from heaven. Woe unto you, ye sinners, for your riches make you appear like the righteous, but your hearts convict you of being sinners, and this fact shall be a testimony against you for a memorial of your evil deeds. Woe to you who devour the finest of the wheat, and drink the wine in large bowls, and tread underfoot the lowly with your might. Woe to you who drink water from every fountain, for suddenly shall ye be consumed and wither away. Because you have forsaken the fountain of life, woe to you who work unrighteousness and deceit and blasphemy. It shall be a memorial against you for evil. Woe to you, ye mighty, who might oppress the righteous. For the day of your destruction is coming. In those days many and good days shall come to the righteous in the day of your judgment. So the theme so far is just, is this continued idea that sudden destruction is going to come on the ungodly and the wicked. The righteous will be lifted up, will be protected, will inherit the earth. And it's talking, the book of Enoch is talking like those days will be good days for the elect, but terrible days for the sinners, for the evil, for the wicked, for the ungodly. Let's just read that one part again at the very beginning of that section that we just read, which says, Be hopeful, ye righteous, for suddenly shall the sinners perish before you, and you shall have lordship over them according to your desires. And in the day of the tribulation of the sinners, your children shall mount and rise as eagles, and higher than the vultures will be your nest. And ye shall ascend and into the crevices of the earth, and the clefts of the rock for ever of, of conies before the unrighteous. And the sirens shall sigh because of you, and weep. Wherefore fear not that ye have suffered, for healing shall be your portion, and bright light shall enlighten you, and the voice of rest shall you hear from heaven. So it's as we're reading through this section, it's just a constant reminder to the ungodly that your days are numbered, that it's going to come upon you suddenly, and there's going to be no escape in it. All your riches and all your lies and all this stuff is will not be able to save you. And to the righteous and to the elect, do not fear, because good day, good times are coming for you. Chapter 97, Believe ye righteous that the sinners will become a shame and perish in the day of unrighteousness. Be it known unto you, ye sinners, that the Most High is mindful of your destruction, and the angels of heaven rejoice over your destruction. What will ye do, ye sinners? And whither will ye flee on that day of judgment, when ye hear the voice of the prayer of the righteous? Yea, ye shall fare like unto them, against whom this world, this word, shall be a testimony. You have been companions of sinners. And in those days the prayers of the righteous shall reach unto the Lord. And for you the days of your judgment shall come. 
and all the words of your unrighteousness shall be read out before the great Holy One, and your faces shall be covered with shame, and he will reject every work which is grounded in on unrighteousness. Woe to you, ye sinners who live on the mid-ocean and on dry land, whose remembrance is evil against you. Woe to you who acquire silver and gold in unrighteous ways and say, We have become rich with riches and have possessions and have acquired everything we desired. And now let us do what we purposed, for we have gathered silver, and many are the husbandsmen in our houses. And our granary granaries are brim full as with water. Yea, and like water your lilies shall flow away. For your riches shall not abide, but speedily ascend from you. For you have acquired it all in unrighteousness, and you have been given over to a great curse. You know, one of my great prayers that I send up to God is I, I just remind him of how the people in power look at the evil that they've done to the whole world, to the whole population of the earth. And how they steal and pillage and kill. And this is how they get their positions of power and how they get their wealth. God's saying, that's all going to shake out. That's all going to shake out. He's saying, I've taken notice of how they got all their wealth. And they're going to be given over to a great and awful curse. Let's read a little bit more. And now I swear unto you, to the wise and to the foolish. For ye have manifold experiences on the earth. For ye men shall put on more adornments than women. That's an interesting line. For ye shall have manifold experiences on the earth. For ye men shall put on more adornments than a woman. And colored garments more than a virgin. In royalty, and in grandeur, and in power, and in silver, and in gold, and in purple, and in splendor, and in food, they shall be poured out as water. Therefore they shall be wanting in doctrine and wisdom, and they shall perish thereby together with their possessions, with all their glory and their splendor, and in shame, and in slaughter, and in great destitution, their spirit shall be cast into the furnace of fire." I have sworn unto you, ye sinners, as a mountain has not become a slave, and a hill does not become a handmaid of a woman. Even so, sin has not been sent upon the earth, but man of himself has created it, and under a great curse shall they fall who commit it. And barrenness has not been given to the woman, but on account of the deeds of her own hand she dies without children. I have sworn unto you, ye sinners, by the Holy Great One, that all your evil deeds are revealed in the heavens, and that none of your deeds of oppression are covered and hidden. And do not think in your spirit, nor say in your heart that ye do not know, and that ye do not see that every sin is every day recorded in heaven in the presence of the Most High. From henceforth you, from henceforth ye know that all your oppression wherewith ye oppress is written down, and every day till the day of your judgment. God is reminding them that every single action is being recorded. Every single day. It's all being written down. And in a great day of judgment, the books are going to be opened and everyone's going to give an account of what they've done. 
Woe to you, ye fools, for through your folly ye shall perish, and your transgress against the wise, and so good hap shall not be your portion. And now know ye that ye are prepared for the day of destruction. Wherefore do not hope to live, ye sinners, but ye shall depart and die, for ye know no ransom. For ye are prepared for the day of the great judgment, for the day of tribulation, and the great shame for your spirits. Woe to you, ye obstinate of heart, who work wickedness and eat blood. Whence have you good things to eat and to drink and to be filled? From all good things which the Lord the Most High has placed in abundance on the earth. Therefore you shall have no peace. Woe to you who love the deeds of unrighteousness. Wherefore do you hope for good? Happen to yourself. Know ye that ye shall be delivered into the hands of the righteous, and they shall cut off your necks and slay you, and have no mercy upon you. Woe to you who rejoice in the tribulation of righteous, for no grave shall be dug for you. Woe to you who said it not the word of righteous, for you shall have no hope of life. Woe to you who write down lying and godless words, for they write down their lies that men may hear them and act godlessly toward their neighbor. Therefore they shall have no peace but die a sudden death. Well, my friends, I think that's a good place to stop today. Maybe we will do a part two. Um, even though I've, I've even though we've covered all of this already, I just thought that it was just an interesting time, and that it would be worth to kind of cover this stuff, some of this stuff again. And uh, so that's just what I wanted to do this morning. And I hope there's been some blessing poured out upon you through. Uh, the study that we just well, went through this morning. And um, just be encouraged. You know, I, the purpose of this, of this study this morning was just a reminder uh, from, a, from an additional source, because it's also in the Bible, that God, you know, that God's wrath is not appointed to the elect and to the righteous. I want to remind you of who I believe the remnant is. And I believe it, it's what's found in the book of Revelation where it says, Here is the patience of the saints, those who obey the commandments of God and hold the testimony of Jesus Christ. Today is the day of salvation. Time might be very short. Sudden destruction might be right around the corner. We don't know. But we are to be ready every day. And so if you're listening to this and you were disinterested in the book of Enoch, but you have not come to your own personal relationship with the Lord through his son Jesus who died for your sins, today is the day to acknowledge that, to put your faith and hope and trust into that, to believe that. Because tomorrow is promised to no one and we are living in a very strange time in human history. I don't know what the future holds, but something is afoot. Something is happening. It's time to wake up and cast your eyes on him. There's nothing wrong with hoping for better days. But just remember that your hope for eternity and to be spared from the wrath and judgments that, that is to come and to spend an eternity with God 
all rest on the Lord Jesus Christ, on Yeshua HaMashiach. You must believe upon him. Believe that he died for your sins and rose again and that he has now ascended to the right hand of Yehovah, of God, of Elohim. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless.